Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by a comedian, although more author these days. Yeah, yeah. Ian Moore lives in France, writes crime novels. Yeah, what a lovely, what a lovely Supports thing. Black, that. What supports, a lovely life that is. Supports Blackburn. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly gone less. Why are lovely. we living in France writing crime, crime novels? I'd like what are we to doing do, here, Charlie? I might do that. Yeah, let's both go do and that. do I've got, I've got an idea for a crime I'll novel. do the little words, you do the big words. <laughs> be fantastic. <laughs> Between be, us, we'll be, be all right. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we were joined by Al Charland. Uh, he is one half of uh, the Hoosiers, the fine band. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? I liked and, him. Uh, they've Ex got a new the City album. fan, though, Paul. Yeah, that's, I know it put you off him, but uh, he was on good form. He was telling us a bit about the band and life on the road and stuff, and a bit of football, so uh, we'll bring you that. We had a very exciting, if slightly chaotic, birthday wow. spread. It was a mess, wasn't it? But, Something you know. happened that had never happened before in today's <sighs> spread. Um, I'm not pointing any fingers or blaming anybody, but it was Andy's fault. <laughs> and uh, what else happened? Oh, yeah, we had a chat. We had all sorts of But chats, anyway, yeah. here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. It's so nice to see you. Um, did you catch any football last night? I did. Night? I watched loads of football last night. Yeah. I was enjoying it. I was flicking between the Man United game yeah. and the Arsenal game. But the Ars- I'm sure you were pleased with both. For both, weren't you, Paul? Yes, of course. You enjoyed absolutely... the Arsenal game and you enjoyed was... you know, Harry Kane playing so well for Bayern Munich and scoring. Yes, I wasn't quite sure how to view the Arsenal game because I'm thinking, well, they, they've been so comfortable. They haven't basically had the second half to have a rest like the Arsenal did in the past, go 3 0 up and yeah. then save themselves for the weekend. So I'm thinking to myself, yeah, but they, are they, are they going to have a cigar on at the weekend? Mm. You're looking for signs all That's the what time. You want, isn't it? Because they played very well last night. Yeah. Very convincing win. You're thinking, are they going to have a bit too much swagger on Sunday or just the right amount of swagger? I'm going to try and stop overthinking it. Yeah, I, I think, think that yeah, is think the key. Manchester United. I mean, the result doesn't really bear out what you witnessed because you never felt for a minute no. they were going to, you know, very early stages, had a couple of chances. It felt like one of those FA Cup games when like, a big team plays a little team and, and, if, and if, they, if the little team starts to sort of put it about or score, then the, t- other, the big team will go up the other end and score, you know. That's what it felt like well, every just, time... You Man just United... annoyed them. <laughs> when, it, when it got to 4-2, yeah, there is something... I mean, so many people, the guys were chatting about it earlier on, so many people trying to put their finger on what's wrong at the club. There's a lot wrong, isn't there? Yeah. There's just a lot wrong at all levels. Yeah. So much. And listening to that, uh, what, to what Solskjaer had to say, 
I think some of that is still sticking around and that's why Ten Hag keeps talking about trying to change the culture at the club. I mean, not everything feeds into that, but stuff off the field, it's it's just something not right about the place at the moment. I will um, say Bayern Munich, doesn't always take Bayern a Munich to looked, that right. they looked good as well. Yeah, they looked they really, especially going forward, they looked fantastic that going That penalty, forward. Charlie, is what we were talking about, the Dortmund penalty the day before. Yeah, yeah of course it touches his hand, but that shouldn't be the criteria. Of, I mean, like, this sounds stupid. What I'm saying is, the ball touching someone's hand should not be the criteria for a handball. Because no. there was a time when I think we watched football and we all knew what was a handball. It was a deliberate handball. Yeah. And you knew when someone had deliberately handballed mm-hmm. it. And that's what we called handball. Now, if the ball's in the vicinity of someone's hand, brushes against it, brushes against the top of their arm, then it's handball. Uh, as we saw in the, the game the other day with Burnley. It's just the, the law is just ridiculous. It, 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 you don't want to get into VAR again, but I'm just so pleased we don't have it We're in the in the division no. I in the division I'm in in the, in the division pu- I'm watching. You know, if it, if the ref gives hand ball, it's hand ball. If the ref gives a goal, it's a goal, and and you moan about it afterwards. You know, and but with that, with that I don't think anyone wants that to be hand ball. No, I don't no, think no one. David wants- Ellery does, uh, and IFAB do. The the people who set the rules for some reason they think that's fine. They think the referee going to look at that again, saying, "Yeah, definitely, that deserves a penalty." I mean, it doesn't. Mm. It makes no discernible difference to where the ball's going. It's ludicrous. No. Anyway, um, uh, why did I bring that up? Oh yes, uh, Harry Kane scored the penalty. Yeah, Harry that, Kane you had memories of Harry Kane scoring yeah, penalties for Spurs. Paul. I got some money for um, sporting memories, oh, of course, because I, I said he'd score last night. He had a quite oh. a quiet game, really. He didn't wasn't that involved, was he? I, I off, when I watch, <laughs> I've watched Bayern Munich a couple of times just to watch Harry Kane. Yeah. And it does feel a bit like they don't pass to him. <laughs> yes. It does feel a bit like... Oh, the new boy. Don't yeah. pass to the new boy. It does boy. feel a bit like that. Like he's standing there going, I'm ready, I'm free, I'm free, I'm here, yeah. I'm here, I'm in space, I'm in space. And it's like, pass to him, you know. I'm, I'm not sure that's the case, Charlie, I'm not sure. <laughs> he I doesn't think, drop as deep as he did I think for Spurs, does he? He doesn't drop that as deep in it. Now and again, he, he has seen, been. He yeah, seen, I think I think he's sort of finding his way into the team, isn't he? Yeah. It's very early days, but uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was um, a disappointing night for Manchester United fans. But when they look at the scoreline, they probably think we weren't fight. If you if you woke yeah. if you if you had a kip last night, you won't think. Oh blimey, they took them all the way, but it wasn't quite like no, that. It wasn't, wasn't like that, was it? Stephen Grant's going to join us because we've still got European football tonight, of course, and uh, Brighton uh, make uh, make their f- uh, first appearance yeah. in the competition this evening. It's insane the Brighton story. Paul. Yeah. A little but, video did the round yesterday from yeah. those days of the club nearly closing down and going out of business. And Torquay used to play them at the With Dean when they were at, when yeah. they were in the With Dean Athletic Stadium. Yeah. I used to go, and, I used to go and watch Torquay v Brighton in the With Dean. And you think from there, from from and having to play in Gillingham at one point, didn't they? Yeah. From being probably one or two games from going out of the, out of the league mm. to to being where they are now, one of the best runs t- run teams in Europe, hundred million pound players. You know that, that that they sell a seemingly never-ending production line of decent players. Mm. Great stadium, great fan base, playing brilliant football. Yeah, I mean it's and we're in the National League South. So the, at this point, I'm Andy, just, you say it makes you sick, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, it, it is really impressive. So no, I, you know, I do wish them luck. Uh, we'll chat with Stephen a little bit later on. A few things to get you involved with uh, this afternoon. Uh, the very worst moment for the internet to go down. You may be aware that they have brought back. 
football agent's exams. Oh, nice. They have to do an exam now. They they did it back in the old days, and then FIFA thought, now nah, let's just have the Wild West again. That was more fun. <laughs> Let them do what they like. Let them represent everybody involved in the deal, including the player's <laughs> mum. Uh, but now they've said, no, let's have some exams again. Let's give it a sort of, uh, yeah. So the football station exams for 700 aspiring football agents, we're told in the Telegraph today, descended into confusion after the internet connection at Birmingham's NEC went down with some candidates unable to complete the FIFA-mandated test Ooh. in the hour allotted. Well, there we are. So they're all sitting there saying, you know, how much do you have to give uh, this manager to get this deal done? And of course not. Is that the equivalent of the facts not arriving by midnight? Well, I guess. On deadline day. I mean, I'm sure they'll be able to do it again, but the exam costs £300 to sit, and there's a further $600, £483 fee payable annually to oh, FIFA God. to keep your licence to, to be an agent. But, um, yeah, they, they can't do it now until May. And any unlicensed agent, they tell us, caught working in football before then, could get a two-year ban and a fine just because the internet went down. Yeah, wow. So you're looking at, you're sitting there, you went to get a big deal done, you yeah. found this young player in Brazil, you're going to bring him over, he's going to sign for Chelsea, you know, almost certainly Chelsea, <laughs> for about 80 million quid. And then the internet goes yeah. down. I was doing a speed awareness course once and it went... And I did, the last one I did was... was I've done a few. Oh, OK, fair enough. <laughs> and, uh, it doesn't it, sound it, like you're particularly aware of your speed, Charlie, does it? I mean, the clue's in the name. Exactly, yeah. Just be aware of your speed. The last one I did was online and that, my internet went down during it and I had to log back in and I'm, oh, it's a big negotiation about whether or not I could carry on. Did you do it virtually? So you didn't yeah, run away and you sat in yeah, the room? Yeah. You have to do it there, yeah. But go, you sit there and show your you can't just put a cardboard cut out of yourself oh, okay. on and say you know you have to speak now and again so, know, so we're looking for the very worst moment when yeah. the internet went down uh, do tell us your stories this afternoon uh, apparently James Madison has been turning up to training at Spurs he did at first he's been put right I think by management in a red car yeah that's a mistake isn't it yeah I think somebody was it Daniel Levy or Daniel, someone Daniel Levy's yeah. told him don't turn up in your red car anymore yeah no one wants to see not, that not, not playing for Spurs you know, yeah. also he's, he's down to become a Spurs legend if he carries on yeah. as he is Paul you know Steve made a good start made a very good but start we're, isn't he? we're interested to know Charlie um, uh, thought Charlie's choice today is uh, anything that leads us to say well I'm not getting into that because uh, there's quite a lot of Tottenham players maybe that wouldn't want to get in a red car to yeah. be seen leaving the training ground as a car. moody teenager my dad my dad was a car dealer so mm. we'd have a different car every day he'd just turn so up he just in, turn up wherever he fancied on what, the fork or whatever was you know the keys were there for new and used Paul oh, new servicing as well oh, and, and he doesn't do it anymore so oh, I don't okay. know, I'm trying to you know sell his services yeah. and he once turned up to pick me up in a, an orange bright orange Skoda Estelle nice <laughs> and I refused to get in it being 13, 14 a bit embarrassed refused to get in I'm not getting into that wow. I'm not, I'm not getting I walked home really walked home yes he should have dr driven alongside you very slowly <laughs> just slowly that yes. would have been it's good there we are. so yeah I'm not what's he saying don't be so ridiculous. Get, get in, in the, the car. car. Get in the car. Get on a bell. This will be a classic in 20 years' time. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not getting in that. Uh, tell us your stories. The very worst moment for the internet to go down. Talksport.com forward slash HJ. Text to 81089. Tweet to TSH and J. That's TSH. A-N-D-J and tell us your stories Brendan Batson joins us in the studio a little bit later on of course formerly of Arsenal and West Brom uh, leading lights at the PFA for uh, mm. many years we'll cover lots of ground with Brendan talk about West Brom now his beloved West Brom he worked as a chief exec there for a while and they're looking for uh, new buyers so we'll get his take on what's going on at the club at the moment um, comedian and Blackburn Rovers fan and author uh, yeah. of order of fine crime fiction 
um, uh, Ian Moore's going to join us yeah. uh, a little bit later on. We're going to look ahead to Europe. As he said, we'll be in Warsaw with uh, Joe Harper. He's a Villa fan who's lived in Poland for a good th- about 30 years now, but he's Villa through and through. Yeah. So he's delighted. Exciting when they, night for they, him. They, yeah, uh, they, they drew Legia Warsaw uh, this evening. And uh, Steve Backshaw's popping in. Uh, star of uh, TV, intrepid, I think is the word that immediately comes to mind. There's a beautiful caption in in his book, which we which we will chat about today, which kind of tells you everything you need to know about Steve. It's a picture of him swimming underneath a crocodile in a fairly combined sort of cave <laughs> space, a massive, massive crocodile. And uh, he's, the pitch is great. And then he says, there is no more uh, prime, primeval experience than witnessing a crocodile underwater. No. I've dived with nine different species and only once felt in mortal danger. <laughs> I thought, well, that would have been enough for me, Steve. Yeah, that's enough for Just me. I'd have stopped at eight. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, we alerted you to the fact that the chairman at Tottenham, Daniel Levy, had uh, mentioned to James Madison for a bit of a laugh. Just having yeah, a bit of fun. Just a saying, joke. Stop turning up in your red car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't want red cars in the car. It's a joke. Yeah. But uh, Malcolm, of course, the Arsenal fan, didn't see it like that. Malcolm's Malcolm? been in touch. Yeah, Malcolm says, uh, Spurs ban in red cars. <laughs> Sums the club up perfectly. Obsessed with triviality rather than the big picture. Grow up. You're right, Mal. Mal, you won 4-0. You're right, Mal. You, you won, won 4-0, four four nil, nil, Mal. You're Malcolm. In, you're in the Champions League. You won 4-0, Mal. What's the matter with you? You'll find that it's the it problem is Spurs. Yeah. That's the trouble, your club. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, Hawksby and Charlie Baker uh, here on Talk Sport. Uh, Lee and Cheshire says, Day after my best mate's wedding, managed to get 25 of us into this lovely TP tent oh, showing yeah. the Euros final, England v Italy. It all got a bit tense as we got to the penalty shootout when the laptop streaming the game over the projectors lost internet oh, connection. No. Had different pockets of the crowd trying to get it on their phones. Talk Sport radio app. Oh, yeah, best And way. everyone was out of sync. Kind of <laughs> glad we missed it, to be oh, honest. Yeah, you didn't want that. The very worst moment for the internet to go down after all the agents doing their agents' exam lost the internet connection in the Birmingham NEC. Now, some of them actually can't agent officially. They can't do until it. Until next May. Can't tap anyone up or anything. No, that's not No the way tapping that. anyone up. That's until not February. The, not the way they work, Charlie. Oh, OK. That's why they're doing the exam. Back off is a legitimate business. <laughs> um, let's, anyway, talk now to Blackburn Rovers fan, comedian, author, Ian Moore. His new book, The Man Who Didn't Burn, uh, is out now. Good afternoon, Ian. Hey, Ian. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, Good. Very you well. Not too yeah, bad. Yeah. So how many books Good, is good. this for you in this genre? Uh, do you know what? I, I, I'm... <laughs> I, I get confused. I'm 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 like a I'm like a book sweatshop. At the moment. <laughs> I'm just knocking them out. Um, there's there's three in the cozy crime, and this is the first in the darker series of crime. Uh, yeah, but you say the cozy crime. You, you explain to people. You live in the middle of France, don't you? You've moved, you moved to France. I don't know how long ago now. You moved to France. You you have about fifty thousand animals uh, where you live, and a B and B. I don't know if you're still running the B and B. I think I might have. No, I'm not. A, li- a life of a life of crime may may have uh, appeared to be a bit more crime po- writing, positive. I think, as opposed to crime. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, the two are, the two are linked because the the idea for the cozy crime novels, which is about a middle-aged Englishman who runs a B&B in central France, because, you know, <laughs> research isn't my thing, um, was mainly because rather than actually murder the guests staying in my B&B, yeah. I just came up with the fictional ways of going about it. And oh, that's, that's how nice. the first book started. So if you've got a bad trip advisor review, you just kill him in a yeah, book, would you? the man who didn't leave my <laughs> <Yeah>. hotel. <laughs> 
that was the first in the series. The man who the never man who came didn't home. Leave five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. So, th- and then I said to you when I saw the cover for this one, uh, the man who didn't burn. I said, this looks like a bit more grown up here, and it's like you've grown up. You've 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 gone into the sort of I'm not going to say a proper style of crime writing, but you know it, it's in black and white. Yeah, I know it's got it's black and white with, a, with just one color beyond yeah, that. It's, wow. it's, it's really is you know like you say it, it and it does kind of feel grown up and and people keep asking me why I've gone from sort of cozy comedy to darker stuff mm. and I just don't know <laughs> I just don't know what <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question it is it's just I, I guess you know the, the cliche is that comics have a dark side to them anyway mm. um and I've stopped doing so much stand-up as I used to so I'm letting my I'm letting my serious side come through I guess it's, it's still set in France mm. I'm still not still not traveling for research what's it what's what's the book about and tell us about the man who didn't burn the Man Who Didn't Burn is about uh, an investigating magistrate uh, in France. They are judges, but they are in charge of police investigations for serious crimes. So the police don't actually control the investigations in France. It's the judge who directs the investigation. Normally, they sit behind a desk and just, you know, pen push and stuff. But my character, Jules Lombard, he wants to get his hands dirty, as it were, and get involved in the investigations, especially when um, an Englishman is found murdered in, a, in an expat area of a of French village because my uh, investigating magistrate is half English and half French, mm. uh, and therefore he's hated by both sides. That's that's how that oh, works out nice. with him. Oh. So he's got this kind of conflict going on. You've brought personal story into it again. Does he dress like a mod? <laughs> of course he does. All my characters dress like mods. There's no rockers allowed yeah. unless unless they're victims. What do they make of the mod look in rural France, uh, Ian, these days? Well, it, it's they they call me locally Monsieur So British. That's that's my nickname. <laughs> I think when you turn up at the boulangerie at seven o'clock in the morning wearing an Edwardian frock coat, you do get some strange <laughs> looks. <laughs> <laughs> but big pockets, you can get the you can get the bread in the pockets. Oh, frock you can, coat, you can get a whole baguette in a frock coat. <laughs> yes, yeah. whip it out like a like a Victorian sword stick. Yeah, mm. yeah. and the, the man who the man, <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a title for a book yeah. you never want to write. Uh, the man who, in terms of book titles, that's uh, yeah, that's, that's a, nice. Isn't that's it? a rich yeah. seam as well, isn't it? In lots of different sort of uh, styles. Yeah, it's, yeah. It is. It's, I mean, it, what I, I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I didn't come up with the title oh. um, because I'm useless at stuff like that. Um, it was the editor who came up with the okay. title. My my original title was completely different, and she told me that that was rubbish. And <laughs> if I actually wanted to sell books, then change it to oh, this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so well, that, it's, that, you know, I think I think they're all working on a kind of um, template. Black and white, and the man who. Yeah, your last—I mean, your last set of books—you sold over one hundred and fifty thousand of your yeah. other books, which is pretty good. You came to you quite late, didn't it? And you were a stand-up for a while, and you know, you raised yeah. a family, but it's come to you quite late. The crime writing. Well, I think I got—I mean, I love to stand up, but there's so much around it, like the travel. Every for twenty, I've been in France now for nearly twenty years, so commuting every week. Um, yeah. Every week mm. so was was just getting too much. I mean, obviously, the, you can't your listeners can't see my face, but I'm only 23. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and it, and it just it, literally, I I love the time on stage, but everything around it, the the flights, the trains, the cars, everything, all of that, I was just it was just too much for me, and I had to stop. Mm. The, but I do miss the stand up. 
The original book title, I'd like to think, which they said was rubbish, was an A to Z of Blackburn Rovers players from, of the 90s. Yeah, lovely. So, yeah. which would have been awkward. <laughs> now, so, you know, I can't hear an obvious East Lanx accent, but you'll probably tell us why it was Blackburn Rovers for you. Well, I was born in Blackburn. Right. I was born in Blackburn, so, uh, but we moved out of Blackburn when I was seven and we moved to uh, Kings Lynn near Norwich. Oh, yeah. And I was beating up on my first day at school Lovely. in Kings Lynn for having, a, for having a funny accent. Lovely. Uh, ridiculously ironic um, in the <laughs> Norfolk people. And, and, and then we, after a few years later, we moved to uh, Sussex, and uh, I, by which time I had a Norfolk accent, and I was beaten up by my first day at school for having a Norfolk accent. <laughs> <laughs> literally, wherever if I step into the bill laundry this afternoon, I'll sound like something out of Allo Allo because I just kind of meld now just to right. avoid a beating. Chameleon, yeah, I understand. Um, yeah. Beaten Voice last chameleon. night, yes, beaten last night by Sunderland mid-table currently. Oh, yeah. What Sunderland, are you? Sunderland doing well though. What do you? Here they are. Yeah. yeah. What are you hopes for the season for Rovers then? Well, I, I'd take twelfth. As the, as the end of the season position, there's mm. so much, there's so much saturation of football in the northwest that if you're still surviving as a club, then you know you're doing all right. And I think that that's probably our level, to be perfectly honest with. You. I, I, in fact, I've got this theory that if you took Manchester out of sport entirely, we'd all be a lot happier because <laughs> you know we, we'd we'd have won the Ashes oh, for yeah. a start, right? <laughs> and 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 also all those other Northwest clubs wouldn't have to compete with United and City mm. for supporters. So it's, that's my proposition for the future. Hope you're not doing. I, I, I do you're think not doing me, a book me, signing me. in the Arndale, Ian, any, any, <laughs> any time soon. That's just not going to go well, is it? <laughs> I think I've said it on stage in Manchester before and I had to be shown out by security. So, yes, <laughs> I, I will look out for that. Uh, so the book's out now, I take it? book's out on October the 12th. Oh, October oh, the 12th. Um, Death, and, Death at the Chateau is out now. That came out in June and then this one comes out on October the 12th. Okay. Stuff, I was going yeah. to say in the great uh, Frankie Howard style, is there somewhere we can uh, have a peruse for your black, your back catalogue? Is there anywhere <laughs> where people can find your find your other books? <laughs> they're all um all good bookshops and bad bookshops but yeah, if you go to my website which is ianmore.info it's it's all on there all the blogs and podcasts and and books and so on and so on so forth but no you can't stay at the b&b anymore so clear off yeah <laughs> no please don't please please don't come back to the b do you know what we had a complaint this year there was too much grass in the garden yeah that, wow. i just simply wow. cannot deal with people anymore <laughs> four stars yes uh, cheers ian thanks very much thanks, for joining ian. us enjoyed it thank you very much there we are there's ian moore there over in france uh, and his uh, new book yeah. uh, is available now the man who didn't burn the man, man who didn't, didn't blackburn Matt, oh, yeah, maybe that's Could what he was getting that, at. Couldn't he, you know? Anyway, um, still to come this afternoon, Steve Baxter will be popping in. He has a new book out, uh, Deep Blue, My Ocean Journeys. Yeah, Again, I, nice, I don't know about it? his sporting interest. His wife, of course, yeah. is, an, is mean, an Olympian. And on the front cover, he's he's in a rash vest, what you call a rash vest there, if you've yeah. ever been surfing, Paul. And yeah. it's quite tight to his body. Oh, yeah. so it's, looks very different to when my rash vest is very tight to my body. Yeah, that's he's a completely different shape, <laughs> isn't he, really? <laughs> All those bits that are straight are not straight on you, that Charlie. Six pack is turned into yeah. a one pack with yeah. me. So um, there yep. we are. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. That is the Hoosiers. Goodbye, Mr. A. Yeah.
And uh, we've been joined in the studio by uh, Al Sharland uh, from the Hoosiers. Hi, Al, good to see you. Hi, nice to see you. We were just sort of chatting off air. We're going to talk about the new album. You've written some new stuff. We're going to play some stuff uh, during the chat. But um, it doesn't hurt to have a calling card, does it? Yeah, it doesn't nice. hurt to have a song that, oh, yeah, I love it. It must be nice, because a lot of people don't have hits. It's like having... You know, it's like the old thing about... Well, it's better than not having any England caps, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you've got yeah. a huge hit that everybody oh, knows yeah, you I'd for. Love like it if you've got a cap for it. Yeah. Instead of a, like, a... <laughs> every every nice, time you got, every time you got in the sort of top ten, you got a cap. Yeah, That'd be good, yeah, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? A big yeah. hat. <laughs> a big hat. Did you, you, have, did you, you have a hit record? Did you have a feeling when you were all dancing around the studio when you did the final mix that day, did did you or someone else say, you know what, that, I think that's a, got a chance. Yeah, but you say that after every song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. And then there's very few that actually get there. But no, there was that feeling, yeah, for sure. And yeah. the record company were excited, everyone was excited, and that, that sort of momentum just yeah. ticked on. And yeah, we got... You need a bit of luck then, though. I'm, yeah, of course. I know there's loads yeah. and loads of good songs that don't get where they should be, and we got... Got yeah, breaks at radio. Yeah, have you got an outlier that you play live and everyone goes, "Yes, this is the one." <laughs> no, no, that's it. I'm yeah. afraid we just play Mr. A. Yeah, over and over. We've just given up because otherwise people will cheer the whole way through yeah. Mr. A. But you brought um, brought a new album out. So it's eight years since your last one. Eight years since the last one. Yeah, I, d- I don't know why we brought out the greatest hits. Greatest hit, we called it. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then we brought out like re-released that album. We did everything yeah. we could to to keep in the public eye and keep gigging without actually working and doing a new album but I think we were a little bit inspired um, during Covid mm. another Covid album yeah um, but yeah there was a bit of a like, realisation for everyone especially in the music industry when like Covid hit and you're like oh yeah, God, we're in trouble yeah, it's yeah. going to be taken there. away at any yeah, point so it, that's yeah. a, like a big realisation actually we're re- really lucky to do what we do so mm. so then we yeah we, we spoke to an old record guy of ours Craig Logan um, oh, right. said, yeah. Bross, yeah. Yeah, Bross, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one who signed us, and made, he's really put all his energy and money behind us at RCA, and Great. that's really why we got where we got to. And he was like, "Look, just do remind people of what you did before. Do some upbeat, happy tunes," and and we listened. Well, and in that in that eight years, I'd say the music industry has changed quite a lot as well. because oh, it? wow. it's, it's not on record sales or record plays either anymore, is it? Yeah. You know, for how many million Spotify hits you get for Miss, Goodbye Mr. Ray, I'm not sure how much money you earn for probably a, a, le, less than one it's pence. Not a lot. You know, but, so so, so yeah. the one what I'm getting onto is the live the live circuit is sort of everything for bands now, isn't it? Yeah, I would say yeah, like eighty percent of our income, maybe more, is so crucial for bands to be to be live. And you're right that like. We're coming up back again and back around the circuit and eight years has changed. I mean, it changed a lot when we were first out since mm. we were buying albums in HMV. It doesn't happen anymore, but yeah, this is like... What about yeah. the live gig experience? I mean, I suppose a lot more people with like, you've got phones, uh, you can see phones all the time. Yeah. No one's actually mm. watching it, they're just filming it. Yeah, we're gonna. I, we're in danger of sounding really old now. Yeah, of course we are, yeah. <laughs> but we, well, I, we're getting there, so yeah. let's, let's do it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a bit... Yeah, it's not ideal, is it? You wonder, you need to live in the moment and yeah. embrace it. So yeah. yeah, put your phones down, stop recording, and it never sounds as good. Never looks. Yeah, as good. but yeah. You, you, you've, I will say, having a sixteen-year-old son who now goes to live gigs and goes to festivals, you're fighting a losing battle I there because totally it's just part of their life. Yeah, they don't even think about it. No, they don't. It's so I, it's I like, like you may as well be complaining you... about the Beatles' long hair. But if you go to a gig, <laughs> I just like the idea of you walking up and down the live room going, "Watch it, yeah. <laughs> watch it, experience it." Yes, <laughs> that would be great. Who's that bloke with the beard? The mad bloke. <laughs> they watch might it. play Mr. Ray in a minute. They yeah. might. Yeah. <laughs> They'll play it again. So, so the new stuff. I mean, is it is, is it a bit of a departure or is it kind of 
I, I would say it's. I, I'm really, really proud of it. We, me and Owen, are both super proud of it. It's sort of a return to. We had a little reflect back on what was good on the first album, the spirit of it, and I think we fought against that a little bit on albums two, three, and four. And um, I think we've just returned to to where it yeah. where it worked for us. And and uh, yeah, we're really excited. It's upbeat, positive. Some really good pop tunes. Yeah, you great. had an interesting great. story football-wise because you and Erwin went over to the States where you we kind did. of formed the band and coached football, didn't you? We played. We yeah. played. We got scholarships to play. Really? Scholarships yeah, to play. We, yeah, we yeah. sort of blagged scholarships because we weren't really deserving of them. Um, but we sent we, we sent these videos of us playing and, and sent them off to these these sort of recruitment places that send the videos around the country, around America, and then these coaches take interest because you're English. Um, and they and they came out. Well, no, they didn't even come and see us. They just took a chance on us. Amazing, <laughs> um, isn't it? It is amazing. It did you kind of ultimately get found out, or did did it yeah. go? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when we came back a year later. We were meant to be yeah. there for t- for four years, but um, you're the George Weir's cousin of uh, exactly uh, that. of American <laughs> <Yeah>. football. <laughs> <laughs> but what a thing to have done! That would have been what a fantastic oh, thing to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, we were in the band before, and and there was. Um, we just wanted to experience life because we were writing songs and we had we'd done nothing. So the idea was to live and yeah. breathe it in and learn something and do stuff. And and that was that was probably the best yeah. thing we took from it. Yeah. Uh, and we were it was Indiana, which was the Hoosier State. Yeah, where, we got the where the name come from. Yeah. Oh, right. So right. you are an Exeter City fan. Yes. Who were they? Not massively keen on them. <laughs> but not? I've not heard of them. Where are they, where are they from? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so uh, what do you make of uh, the season so far? Oh, superb. Well. Going all right, isn't it? Very well. We are doing well. Since, yeah, it's, we've had some bad times. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, we're currently in the be- in the best of times. I think we're yeah. the highest we've ever been. Gary Coldwell, good, good oh. manager, knows the division. He he does, and yeah, yeah, he's really our youth system's great, which yeah. is really good. And we've you know we're picking up players from who maybe have like fallen off the radar a bit, but are still obviously quality players. We've got Tom. Carroll in centre midfield yeah. who's arguably <clears> the best player I've, it was Spurs he was I remember I, funny, I, I did uh, my new football club with, well, I'm going to get you on it with David Earl and Which John is. and uh, it was interesting talking about Tommy Carroll he was always maybe it wasn't quite good enough for a sustained Premier League career but certainly good enough for a good championship career so I, I imagine he's really shining I, I, League I, One. I've only been to one game this season away to Wickham first day yeah. took both my boys and we were 2-0 up within yeah. six minutes and then missed a penalty to go free and Tom Carroll was like on a different planet. Yeah, yeah. Planet. They always had more time on the ball, guys. Like that, that was it. Didn't they? That, that was it. it. Him they and Trevitt. Trevitt was a youngster from Brentford. He's there in midfield, and they just look, yeah, hundred yeah, so percent. I think you've peaked. Though. I will say, I think this is as good. As, <laughs> I think this is as good as it's ever going to get for Exeter City. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is the thing because they've got a manager who wants to be there and isn't likely to get poached at by anyone. You know, wants to be there, wants to bring them success. If you went up to the Championship, you'd really struggle. You haven't got a big enough. Oh, it would be awful. You haven't got, you haven't got, you haven't, you haven't got a big enough uh, <laughs> ground to you know do anything up there. So this is about as good as it's going to get for Exeter. So enjoy it now. <laughs> do you know what? It, it, <laughs> You may well be right, <laughs> but and I am enjoying it, and so yeah. I can sit here smugly across from yeah. a talkie fan. Tiny little Tim Pot team. So the album's called Confidence, yeah, and it's out. It came out this week. It's out, yeah, it was came out on Friday, yep. so you can hear it now. Listen, fantastic. Now. Go and check it out, and you're going to be doing gigs. Confidence UK tour. If people go along to thehoosiers.com, all the details are there. Yeah, absolutely. The yeah, well, the stuff. tour starts this time next week. Um, Bristol, Leeds, Manchester, all around the country. Yeah, come and see Brilliant. us. We're going to play yeah. Hello Sunshine. Tell us. Oh. Very quickly, a little bit about that song. This one, yeah, you can only be an Exit City fan to write this sort of thing. This is about glass half full. 
this is about the oh, positive okay. people versus the negative people in the world and yeah I think that's good probably stuff. grounding yeah. from Exit City fan, fandom <laughs> we'll give our best to him and good to see you Al thanks very much thanks for coming in coming thanks for, in. Coming thanks in. for, thanks for, thanks for not mentioning Tuesday night well, oh, the yeah. 9-0. Oh, the 9-0. No. Losing 9-0. I'm surprised you didn't lead Well, I that. did a whole podcast on it yesterday. Yeah, you know, listen, listen to the podcast on <laughs> I it. I really appreciate oh, yes. that, though. 9-0. <laughs> so it wasn't even the kids. They're pretending <laughs> it was the kids. kids. <laughs> it wasn't the kids. They had half the first team out. <laughs> this is Hello Sunshine by the Hoosiers. So, you know, there's a hole in the atmosphere and that's where you go sometimes alone. But more often than not, I'm in tow. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We were asking for They Came to Me, Paul. Yeah, They F- Came to Me. A few years back, my wife and family enjoyed a cruise which began and ended in Mallorca. Whilst at sea, we heard that my beloved Baggies had arranged a friendly against Palma on the day the ship docked. Oh. We raced to the stadium, only to witness an abject performance and a 1-0 defeat. Typical Albion. There yeah. we are. Thank you yeah, very much for that. There we are. Uh, so we've got a birthday spread coming up, Charlie, oh, haven't yeah, we? Are you that's feeling, nice, isn't it? You're feeling did, quite confident did, about that? Did we do it last week? No, we didn't do it last week. We've had, I wasn't we've, here. We've both had a week off. Yeah, you were here with Danny last yeah, week. Yeah, Danny wasn't you? interested in the spread. Didn't no. want one. Didn't no. fancy it. <laughs> he didn't fancy taking you on. It was a bit dangerous, I thought. A seasoned pro like yeah, that. Exactly. Danny yeah. had see through it very quickly. Very, he'd say, why are we doing this? It's pointless, just shouting out people's birthday. Well, we don't want anybody... Do we? We don't need anyone to to, 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 to (laughs) pop pop the bubble. We don't need anybody sort of seeing it for what it is. (laughs) Definitely not. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It is that point of the show 
where uh, Andy Jacobs uh, curates ten birthdays Ooh, from the week. He okay. goes to various news outlets. Oh, lovely. That's nice. Broadsheet and tabloid to get a kind of an array of uh, celeb- some we know, some yeah. we don't. Yeah. Some are famous, some aren't. Yeah. And it's my job and uh, Charlie's job to try and guess the ages uh, of these people. Mm. Now, we're not going to get them all right. And we're going to be out by a few years. Not going to be spot on. No, not every time, unless you've cheated like you often do. Ah. But um, it's the one with the smallest margin of error. As we guess these birthdays, the least number of years you're guessing cumulatively over ten birthdays, that is the winner. That is the winner. And uh, Andy joins us now. Good afternoon, Andy. Hey, Andy. Yes, good afternoon, boys. Coming in loud and clear today. Almost too loud and clear. What on earth happens? It's like being in the future. (laughs) It is. It's fixed all the equipment. It's amazing. It's like you're in the room, Andy. Yeah, yes. That's good. Fantastic. So, um, what, what are the jokes like this week? <laughs> yes, I, I was just saying to the wife, the nearer it gets to the actual competition, the worse they seem. Really? Actually, when I write them, they seem quite good. Mm. <laughs> do you try them out on Sue or not? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I try and I explain them to her and then I try them out to her. And yeah. Okay. But she, she thinks everything I say is funny. So oh, that's, wow. nice. that's love. That's yeah. love for you. That explains a lot. <laughs> 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 everything about you is funny, apparently, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, someone needs to keep score because we haven't got a clue what's going on. No so idea. that falls on a man who's got far better things to do. DJ, match reporter, journalist, Jeff Peters. Good afternoon, Jeff. Hold on, okay. hang on. Wrong <laughs> one. Wrong one. Hold on, hold on. You're in your lorry today. Yeah. Yeah. He knows there's so many, of, so many recycling today. Yeah. He's got ready already. Good, good, good afternoon to you, lads. <laughs> what a competition oh. this has been between you boys this year 15 all wow 15 wow. all 52 32 overall but this year 15 apiece what a wow. ding dang do yeah we yeah, only count amazing. this year don't we, we only count each the youtube era don't we we only count oh, okay that. fair enough um <laughs> so what it so 15 all and who won last time out jeff you did paul ah so i think oh. i have to lead us off on this one because and then we alternate folks so mm. there's no skullduggery one person going just a year I might broadcast it on my next... Instagram am I allowed to do that or not no I won't do that um, we haven't got the rights so I won't put it on my Instagram okay well I can hand the rights over to you they're quite cheap but <laughs> they can have you know for nothing you know for nothing maybe next week like, I'll put it on my Instagram like as well Saudi football we just want a bit of profile you can have them for nothing <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway we, we need a bit of music to, to bring it to life and we always call upon the services of Sergio Mendes and Pele here they are. Oh, that's really them. Lovely. That's Isn't really that Sergio Mendes, Masquinada and all that, and and the, the late great Pele singing. You want to let's say a little bit of Pele singing? Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. That's Pele. We played it to him once, and it brought back some very happy memories. Pele, those. Anyway, um, off we go. Okay, it's a very happy birthday to the fine rugby player Mike Cat. Mm, Mike Cat. Mike Cat. And we had our traditional summer party at uh, Wimbledon this year. I provide the strawberries and Cat gets the cream. Oh, pretty good. Uh, yay. <laughs> well, he's Mike Cat now, coaching, still coaching, and he always lands on his feet. Played, well, he certainly does. We've got a wet nose. He's got a wet nose. Got a very rough tongue, Mike. You notice that? Very yeah, rough tongue. On. You go around his house, he's not bothered if you're there or not. Washing himself in front of the fire just feed him Mike's playing the violin it's never a great look is it in front of the fire um he's got was he 50s early 50s 51 mm. maybe a bit younger than that I'm I'm a bit older high. than that really I'm, I'm gonna say 53 52 oh, oh that nice ball yeah, there, that's the, that's the, the, the battle spirit of the game so pretty easy to work out Jeff 
One all. One all. There we are. That's it. So then we alternate. Charlie goes next on the second birthday. Here we go. It's the cricketer and often contributor to the show, Derek Pringle. 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 Yeah, Pringle's become obsessed with bubble wrap. Once he pops, he can't stop. There we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, the Derek gangs Pringle. Andy recycles. That's uh, really hot. Yeah, if, you put, you, if you put your hand down, Derek Pringle's throat, you can't get it all the way in. You can't, can't, get you really? can't you really? He's very Moorish when yeah. you've yeah. Derek. Yeah. Uh, 71. <laughs> Pring, is that old, is he? Um, 67. 65. 65. Oh, Sorry, Pring. Sorry, listening. Derek. Yeah, blimey. It's so, Paul three, Charlie seven. Seven or three, little, little, very early days. Very right? early days. Right. Tell us how you're getting on, by the way. Often till half time, we check out how you're doing on the birthday. So do let us know. Talksport.com. Mm. Text eight ten eight nine. Tweet T S H and J. That's T S H A N D J. Next birthday. Okay, birthday number three, the brilliant jazz saxophonist, uh, last surviving member of the original Miles Davis quintet, Sonny Rollins. Wow. Sonny Rollins. Rollins. Wow. And I hadn't seen him lately, but finally bumped into him yesterday. It was really late. I can't remember the exact time, but it was around midnight. Oh, okay, nice. Oh, come on. Yeah, nice, yeah, That's yeah. lovely. Nice, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Kind of blue about that joke. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, just taking sort of generic jazz songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Take five. Uh, yeah. Didn't even play that. Didn't even play that. <laughs> no, no. Different group altogether. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Dave Bruce. It's you. It's you. Oh, it's oh, me, is it? You, yeah. Paul. Sally Ronnie's got to be getting on there, hasn't he? Um, 91. Mm, yeah, I think that's about right. 93. Very good, he's 93. Ooh, Ooh. lovely stuff. Beautiful. Lovely, wasn't it? Just Beautiful bit of spreading. Direct hit for Charlie, yeah. so he stays on seven. Paul on to five. Great start from both. Ooh, fantastic. Okay. Seven, five, yeah. It's, this is a new name to the birthday spread. It's oh. the actor Tim McInerney. Tim mm, McInerney. Yeah. Before, before he became a brilliant McInerney. actor... No, no. Mac and Ernie. It's Mac and Ernie. Mac, it's Mac and Ernie. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mac and Ernie. Honestly, Honestly Jeff. Peters, that is pathetic. What did you call him, Mac? What did you call him, Mac and Ernie? I missed out the end, sorry. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Completely ru- trying to ruin the whole thing. Ruin ruin the whole thing. Just keep the score. That's all we're I'm asking from you. That's all we need Jeff. from you, Jeff. I, this, this is verging on bullying. I think it was a touch over the top there. And you say sorry to Jeff, no, you went a bit too far. No. <laughs> no. I, I'm not. sorry, Andy. I do apologise. You, you, I love you to bits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Too much DJ. He didn't deserve. He didn't deserve that, Jeff. <laughs> So anyway, anyway, before he became, just keep the score. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get back in your box. That's pathetic. The point of trying to under, undermine the whole thing for only yes, got to the exactly. Line. I okay. agree with you. Pointless. Anyway, before he became a brilliant actor, he had a spell as a milkman. McInerney, he drove the fastest milk cart in the oh, West. I'm sorry, it was completely ruined. And his name was McInerney. <laughs> no, I liked it. It was brilliant. Ernie. Yeah, I liked it. Are you I'm sure it's not like McKinney? That. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> me and Jeff think it's McKinney. He was two-tone Ted from Teddington. He, he drove, drove the baker's van. He certainly did. Yeah, yeah. Different times. Um, what do you think, Charlie? <laughs> Ooh, I reckon he's 66. He's got to be. On, yeah, he's got to be in that ballpark, hasn't he? Uh, Good actor. Of course, park. he's in uh, 
He's in uh, all sorts, isn't he? He's in Blackadder. Yeah, he Black can't think of anything Black else. Adder, he's, he's, in that, he's in with that gang, isn't he? What else is... Yeah. That, I, think that he, I, I think he did call him a Black Adder. Black Adder. Is he in like... Is he in like Love Actually or, or that sort of thing? Is he in... It's, it's in Notting Hill. Four Weddings and a Funeral. It's Notting not, Hill. Hill. He's in, not yeah. much of a... He's in a lot of stuff, but you can't think of any well, He's of in big stuff, isn't he? If you intended for that to be a... You know... In the end, you've just made him feel bad. If Tim McInerney's listening now... Trying to list his credits. He's never going to be in it again. No. He's not poor Tim McInerney, and he drove the fastest milk cart in How the West. How old is he? How Six, old is he, Paul? You said 60. 66. 67. 67. He is 67. Ooh, well done, Paul. So what's that done to the scores, Jeff? I'll just keep score from now on. Oh. All five, Charlie, eight. Oh, you sound very sad. Yeah, yeah, sounds very sad. Yeah, so I'd just, I just like to ask Jeff's pronunciation oh. unit if this next one's right. Uh, Misty uh, well, Copeland. I, I, I think there might be one a little bit later on, Andy. But anyway, we'll, we'll come to that. Oh, dear. I don't like the sound of that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me yeah. finger on the dump button. Misty yeah. Copeland. Misty yeah. Copeland, and she is a ballerina. Misty Copeland. Misty Copeland, Misty a ballerina? Copeland. Yes. I'm currently producing a film about her life, and in a bit of modern-day unusual casting, I've asked Clint Eastwood to take the title role. I oh, said yeah. to him, it's a bit unorthodox, but would you play Misty for me? Play Misty for yeah, me. That's lovely. nice, yeah, if you know. Look my way. <laughs> that was brilliant, Andy. That's the best joke you've ever done. I that's love right. you. <laughs> brilliant. If you want a, a sicker fan, you've got a sicker fan. Oh, that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Misty Copeland. It's me, is it? No, it's me. It's you, Paul. Misty Copeland, the ballerina. I don't know who that is, do you? I've got yeah, a clue. a clue. This Paul. could be quite a volatile. One. We could go into half time. I might it? try and Pour really up. put the axe in. Yeah. Really go in I hard. Mean, Misty, hello, love. It's Misty <laughs> Copeland. Yeah. She could be 85. Yeah. She could be 25. Yeah, she, um, I'll go, Stuart. my old friend Misty Copeland, 79. 79 year old Misty Copeland. <laughs> Misty Copeland is 41. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is she 41? Oh, is oh, she 41? Oh, I didn't. I thought Charlie had gone. Wow. I'm sorry. I'll have I'll my tell guess you what, now. No problem. No, can I we'll have my guess her, now? Or? No, we'll throw her out the tournament. I can follow Misty up. With her. I've got a wow. Spare Misty Copeland has been thrown out the never tournament. Known, I've never known such a thing, have you? Charles, I was about to say about 40, 41. Who has ruined the birthday spread more today? <laughs> Jeff Peters. That's karma. Karma in action, wasn't yeah. it? A dish best served cold, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, it's ruined. Maybe well, just chuck it out. What were you going to say? About 40, 41. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we don't okay. know what's going to happen if I win, but let's see what happens. No, yeah. no, I'll bring, in the, I'll bring in the reserve. Oh, okay. Coming, who's coming off well, the bench? Any, what, what can I do? Do you just want a nine-name nine no, spread? Or no, we don't. No, no. Okay, this is well, all falling apart. Bring this in, this I'm bringing in the reserve. stewards. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> and coming off the bench, literally, oh. the High Court judge... Sir Jonathan, Sir Jonathan Swift. Oh, Sir Jonathan Swift. And I know him from my days in menswear. And he came in for a suit. Not the band. He, he wouldn't. Sorry. Not uh, the band. Oh, menswear. No. You no, went Paul no, now. Paul, Paul. Sorry, Andy. Sorry. Paul tripping you up now, Andy. <laughs> sorry. sorry, Andy. Burn it all to the <laughs> ground, Andy. Go on. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, he didn't want off. He didn't want one off the peg, so I had to Taylor Swift. Oh, oh that's lovely. good. That's nice. That's a good joke. You know, I'm pleased you messed up the whole game, Andy, because we got that joke. Yeah, that's real. That's that's good. That that's, that's a good game. It's you, Paul. How old's Jonathan Swift? Um, sixty-eight. High court judge, is he? Yeah, seventy-three. Fifty-nine. Oh, oh young Swifty. That's a shame for me, isn't it? Swifto, because I was going to get twenty odd points before. It's sort of null and void. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> What's all that noise? It sounds like someone's walking up a gravel path. What's Jeff doing? 
Yeah, okay. What that sounds like he's digging. What's the score? It's it's half isn't it? it's, yeah, what are the scores, though, with Jeff? Uh, Paul, nine out onto 14. Charlie, 14 out onto 22. And I'm, I'm glad I'm not the person that's destroyed the spread today. <laughs> and can I say that was excellent scoring? Oh, oh and, wow. and Bill Hatton, uh, great guy, he's just messaging me, gone, birthday spread, the best ever today. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Right. Bill loves it. People love Paul it when it goes wrong. Like it when it goes wrong. <laughs> anyway, if we're not... Bill Hatton's going... Garden. If we're not, we we're not new podcast. If for Bill Dennis there. Norden's going to come in and <laughs> do a feature. If we're not taking off air, we'll be back shortly with the second half. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul in Edinburgh has been in touch. The crowd have invaded the pitch in protest at this shambles. They're oh, singing, no. you don't know what you're doing. Someone's oh, even stolen the open-top bus, oh, God. says Paul in Dan, Edinburgh. Dan Man United says, Paul's given everyone the hairdryer at half-time. Well, it had to be done, didn't it? Um, Richard, the Richard the Villa fan says, I was on for a record in the spread until Jeff ruined it. It wasn't Jeff who ruined it. I think you'll find Richard. And Amen. getting as bad as autobiography wars, this. There's no need for that, Chris. Someone saying we need a sound effect. Juan Bill Ian on Twitter saying you need a sound effect for a direct hit. I don't think we need any more production. No, we don't need, we don't need to give Jeff any more to it's do. It's enough of a production. Two direct hits, John in uh, Leighton did. That's very good. Anyway, let's crack on. It's half time. Uh, it's 22 to Charlie, 14 to me mm. and uh, we need a little asterisk next to it though this if you it, win Paul yeah. of, because of for the, once I'm kind trouble. of agreeing with you this is uh, well let's see if this one's going to be added to the roster there's all sorts of effects what's all this noise it was a direct hit sound oh now it's gone wrong what's gone wrong we um, Jeff and I are live on Instagram we've had a nice chat during half time oh, oh, oh so this kind of banter you have where you, you act like you hate each other well, isn't true oh, yeah. it's, all, it's all for effect oh, I'm going to go live no, if you're gone live why can't I join in I've seen we'll you join in, How let's do get, I yes. join it? Let's get underway with the that second Charlie half. Here we go. Comedian, there we are. Join in. Yes, Send there request. Go. There we are. Here we go. Lovely. Who's got the request? I have there we are. It's 28 people watching this. <laughs> really? No. Oh, I tell you what. I've done <laughs> panel shows with less. We've arrived. <laughs> they love us on the TikToks, don't they? They love you us are. on the TikToks. <laughs> right, so oh, where are we going anyway. next? Yeah. It's the fine actor. He was in recently seen in Hijack. Idris Elba. Idris oh, Elba. Elba. Yeah. Here we and go. Just, Where are you going with this one, Andy? He's just started his own eponymous F1 team, but the car is indistinguishable from one of the other teams on the grid. As I said to Martin Brundle, I can't tell his arse from his elbow. Oh, there it is. Of course, yes. Uh, so, um, Harold's Idris. You're live on Instagram now, Paul. There's 46 people watching now. Oh, it's, it's gone up now. We can hear what you're saying coming <laughs> back down the line. Turn That's the problem. You're going to turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just turn the volume off. You Idris Elba, Charlie. Cause Idris we'll Elba, it's you, Paul. It's, no, it's you. not. It's you. It's me, is it? Yeah. I thought it was you. Idris Elba, I think he is 57. That old? You think so? He could be. Um, 54. 51. Oh, okay. Sorry, Idris. He's going to come looking for you. And he put six years on him. Uh, what's that done to scores, Jeff? Paul, three out onto 17. And Charlie, six out oh, onto yeah. 28. Instagram's Kev, ruining it. Kev he... Watson, former Spurs player, absolutely wetted oh. himself. Nas Premji, top journalist, <laughs> laughing his head off turn, at the spread today. Turn in. Turn. Oh, we can hear his Instagram. There's no, yeah. no need for it, Jeff. We haven't got the rights for that. You TikToks and Instagrammers, yeah. you're ruining the show. Well, we can hear is that coming out. Do Jeff, you follow to, me on Instagram? Gonna have to though, mute I do yourself. Need that. Yeah. No, it's like it's Andy, not me. Oh, okay. No, I'm muted already. Oh, oh, this is, this is really. It is you, Jeff. Oh, yeah. We can hear it coming down the this line. This is to like you. last of the summer wine plays birthday spread. Is I've completely lost track of. What I've, the, I've, I've lost 
what did I get then? Uh, you were six out, so you're on to 28. Paul is on 17. Oh, I've been done in here. No, come on. Oxford Dan, Charlie's been truly this sawn is, off today. This is nothing short of a That's disgrace. Great. We should knock it on the head here. Let's, right. let's just talk about sport for the rest. Quick, we've already got any time left. Next birthday, Andy. OK, this may or may not be how you pronounce his name. He's a musician from Chicago, Peter Cetera. Peter Setterer. <laughs> <And laughs> we, we, we went on a three-day timeshare holiday, yeah. and Peter insisted on cooking every meal. I wanted to go out, but he wouldn't budge. So for three nights, I ate Setterer, ate Setterer, ate Setterer. Oh, lovely. I think it's Setterer. It's isn't Peter Setterer, it? <laughs> as it was well, two it years is. ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Peter Setterer. Um, I'm doing it's this one. Um, he's got to be about um, 70. Chicago, isn't he the band? I'll give you a bit of help, Charlie. Oh. 74 Chicago the band yeah. I know we've got to get on with it could be a bit older than that yeah I think he's a bit older than that I'm going to say 79 79 spot on Charlie, Bang, on Charlie. so what's that down to the scores Jeff just get the sound effect up for the direct oh, hit Jeff get on with it Hang Jeff on. there we go it's <laughs> <laughs> has gone downhill Charlie 28 six in it three to go and Andy apologies about the, what I said earlier it's hard to say I'm sorry turn off Instagram Chicago okay okay uh, yeah that's I didn't get it but I gather that's what it was it's the film director Chris Columbus Chris Columbus oh yeah Chris Columbus and he, he phoned me from New York uh, to say he'd recently tried Coney Island hot dogs mm. hamburgers and fried chicken for the first time I said to him Columbus have you only just discovered America Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, not, yeah, sure, not yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's a sort of factual joke, wasn't it? It was. It was just it was a statement. <laughs> I felt like of, I learned something. It's from a it. statement of facts. Isn't it, really? <laughs> a series of words. That's always good, isn't it? Yeah. Is that good in a joke? That's, that's what I'm aiming for—a statement of facts. <laughs> I sit here for hours. Okay, <laughs> it was like a nice TED talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you think, Chris Columbus? Mm. Chris Columbus, seventy-two. Uh, 66. 65. Oh, what a game this is. What's that done, Jeff? It's 23, plays 35, with two to go. Oh, this is terrible. I give up with the tech. We'll just David, get through it. David, the Blackpool fan, out to ruin TalkSport's flagship show of 25 years in half an hour. Yeah. Fantastic radio. Honestly, I'm with you. In this the bin. A, it's gone in the bin, This Dave. is a new loafer spinal tap. It really is. Uh, so where... Okay, okay next birthday. The singer-songwriter Michael Bublé. Oh, Michael, 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 Michael Bublé. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> right, he used to. Oh, yeah, I suppose it is. Really, he used to bring his whole family yeah. James, to a small, <laughs> to a small hairdresser's yeah. my wife owned near Upton Park. There were the occasional cuts, but it was mostly styling. Sue complained to me. She said, "I'm forever blowing Bublés." Oh, okay. I mean, okay. Could yeah. have gone a lot different in that. Job. Could have been yeah, worse. Couldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you took that route. I took um, the hairdressing route. Yeah, I'd say I'd say Michael Bublé is fifty-three. Oh, I think you're well out. You think he's really old? I think old. you're well out. I think he's really old. No, Michael Bublé. But he's forty-five tops. Is he forty-four? Forty-eight. Oh, okay. Not that far out. <laughs> you got me over the top there, Charlie. <laughs> really, I really see me. Then I thought, I'm in. Bang, I'm in. We've only got very little Nothing. time left because of the Terrible. shambles. This has been. What's the scores, Jeff? Paul twenty-eight, Charlie thirty-nine, eleven in it. One to go. That's eleven. Too Come many. On. It can Forget be done. Here we go. For playing, here, everyone. here he is, yeah. back for his third, third year running. Oh, I no. <laughs> It's the composer Arvo Part. 
Harvo Park. Yeah. And uh, when he lived in Berlin, he was a big follower of the local football team. I thought he supported Hertha, but was in fact the other team in the city. As Harvo said to me, you don't get me, I'm part of the Union. Oh, that's beautiful. That nice old Thank song you. from the straw. Yeah. the last three years. All the late, Paul, Paul knows in his, just in his late, general vibe. All the latest hits. So, straw. Absolutely Well, you were here last, last year. Absolutely pointless last And birthday. two years ago as well. Dreadful. Oh, absolutely you, you heard him last What's year. What's the point We've of got the to whole go. thing? 80, Good. 82. <laughs> what do you think? 82. Well, he's not 71, is he? Yes, he is. Why not? 71. <laughs> 88. He's 88. What's the final score, Jeff? It is 34-56. It's 16-15 this year to Paul. Well, I think we should all get together and have a conference call after that because that was an utter shambles. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was uh, this afternoon's show. Joining us tomorrow, Jordan Thompson, boxer. Oh, yeah. Destined for the top. Okay. And he's known him since he was about... Two years oh, old. Oh, really? Well, His dad is uh, from a world crime. No, and he's had some boxing lessons. Has he yeah. given Jordan any? Tips? Well, I don't know. I think no. I don't think uh, there's nothing Andy could impart to Jordan <laughs> that would make him a better fighter. I don't think. But no, he's he's uh, sparred with Deontay. Deontay oh, no, he sparred with Tyson Fury ahead of the Deontay Wilder fight. <sighs> okay, yeah. but a lovely lad. And Sam Quick, oh, Olympic lovely. gold medalist, got Great. a new book out. Yeah. She's popping in to see us. So do hope you can Magic. join us. Um, Charlie, you're back on Saturday. Saturday, ten to one. It's a, it's no, no early game. Oh, so excellent. we're ten to one on Saturday. Pre Torquay v Hemel Hempstead. Of Lovely. Course. That's that's all the big build up to the big one. And I'll be back tomorrow with Andy. Do hope you can join us. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four pm on Talksport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.